from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com, acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Taking you home each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6. Thanks so much for being there. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app. Great way to take the show with you anywhere. Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Make sure, again, you check out the podcast on your favorite podcasting platform. Anchor is our home base, but we are literally everywhere. And, of course, as always, want to remind you about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. I had Ken Trayan on today, uh, one of the senior members of uh, the uh, sports media here in New Orleans. Um, what I was, uh, when I figured it out, it was Roe Brown, Kenny Trahan, also um, uh, uh, Ed Daniels, probably the, the three that are still, again, the, the, the longest-lasting. Um, Ken was fantastic. I just 
we broke the Saints and Pey- Peyton down, and we went, I don't know, maybe 35, 40 minutes with it. We still were able to get the Pelicans in, college basketball, and LSU football. So, again, check us out tonight, 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on the Deuce, Friday night Pelican Sports Television at 9, 10 o'clock on WLAE, Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce, Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. And we'll have that up on our social media platforms, hopefully this evening for you, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Today's program is brought to you by my good friends over at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Uh, Again, I'll say it. I don't want to hear anyone complain that you cannot get a late meal in New Orleans. I am giving you the recipe right now. It's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant in Metairie. Oceana Grill. Oceana Grill, Old New Orleans Cookery, Mambo's, Hideout Bar, all in the French Quarter. All are open late, as late as 2 a.m. So, again, if you're looking for a late meal in the city, think the Oceana family of restaurants. And this half hour is brought to you by our friends at Old New Orleans Cookery. Well, it's just a, Mardi Gras coming. And when Mardi Gras in the 200 block of Bourbon Street is bananas, okay? So, 205 Bourbon Street, they're open, lunch, open, open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week for you. The cocktails, outstanding, just outstanding. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest. Sit uh, in, uh, in the front of the restaurant with those beautiful picture windows that, that overlook Bourbon Street. Sit in the back of the restaurant, if you'd like, on the first floor, uh, where they have, a, again, a spectacular uh, French Quarter courtyard. Then not one, but two Bourbon Street balconies uh, that overlook Bourbon Street, adjoining private rooms. You can dine in there. You can have your next event there. Private restrooms as well. Uh, just a great opportunity to be able to enjoy a great meal. I don't care if it's friends and family. If you're bringing a significant other out for, for a meal, uh, maybe you're trying to close that business deal. Again, Old New Orleans cookery is perfect, absolutely perfect. Maybe it's date night. Maybe it's the first night that you want to date. And then if you're involved in a Mardi Gras celebration, you can't beat it. Hey, to find out more, go to nolacookery.com. Remember, right now they're selling tickets for all their balconies. So whether you go to nolacookery.com or, again, any of the other uh, uh, Bourbon Street uh, uh uh, locations of the Oceana family of restaurants, you can get you can get a chance to get a ticket to be on, on the balcony during Bourbon uh, on Bourbon Street balcony during uh, the uh, Mardi Gras celebration, because you know it's always a good time, a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cooking, no doubt about it. All right, let me set the guest list for you today. Um, kind of a typical Thursday. Uh, we've got uh, Gary Smith, who's going to be coming up in just about three minutes from now. We'll talk Tulane and UNO with him, and uh, also let me talk a little Loyola as well. Um, then we'll have Ali Cassell, who will give us an update on the Pels, who are in 11th place right now, if you didn't realize that. The Pels have moved up all the way to 11th place. Um, just, a, just again, one place out of, I think, I think it's either two and a half or one and a half. I said two and a half on the TV show today. I read where somebody said it was one and a half games. I, I didn't get a chance because of just it's crazy on, on a Thursday to double, double check myself. Uh, but they're in 11th place. I'll have that before we, we get to Ollie. But the Pels are right there. We'll talk about the Pels. Mike Scarborough comes on at 5.15, TigerBait.com. Um, he's going to talk, talk to us about what's going on with the Tigers. Not just Tiger basketball, but also, again, what's happening with National Signing Day, which is, what, February the 2nd, right around the corner. Also, uh, we'll talk about um, uh, the transfer report. We'll get all, all that with Mike. And then we finish up 
with uh, Glenn Gilbo of OutKick.com. Now, look, I'm probably going to concentrate with the Saints and uh, also um, Sean Payton with Glenn because Glenn has covered the Saints throughout the tenure of uh, Sean Payton here in New Orleans. So I'll probably uh, you know, go LSU with, um, with Mike and then really concentrate the Saints with, um, with Glenn. So, again, that's our lineup for today. Hope you get a chance to be able to stick around. If you missed any of the program, remember, catch us on, the, on your favorite app tonight. Uh, download the uh, podcast, and you'll be able to check out the show at your leisure. All right, let's, let's jump into it. Again, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Hideout Bar, and, uh, of course, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. This half hour brought to you by Old New Orleans Cookery. Let's head to the guest line. He joins us each and every week. Uh, if you're not if you're not on his website, uh, then you're not you know, you're not keeping up what's going on uh, with Tulane. The Wave Report is second to none in terms of again news for Tulane. He also is the lead writer uh, for Tulane UNO uh, as well as again Loyola, so covering a lot of the home teams for the Loyola.com and the Times Picayune. Gary Smith joins us on the program. Gary, how are you, bud? Hey, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, quite, quite the performance by the Tulane basketball team last night. I think that Boy, anybody that's covered this team and followed this team for years, there's, 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 there's a buzz generating around this basketball team now. And rightly so. Look, you, they go into Wichita, and yeah. they beat Wichita State for the first time in program history and, and beat mm-hmm. them significantly, right? And yeah. then they come last night. Was uh, I read your article this morning. The largest margin of victory in the history of Tulane yeah. basketball within conference play. Is that correct? Correct. Terry Clark's team's never won a game by, by 34 points, um, which is what this this team did last night. And yeah, we'd seen signs of this coming when, when Tulane went to play at Cincinnati, which is in the top half of the league. Tulane was up 23 points at halftime. It was the best half I've seen Tulane play basketball since I returned to New Orleans in 2008. And uh, then they topped themselves against Tulsa. Uh, just just a phenomenal performance all, all all the way around. I mean, 14 for 22 from three-point range, that, that'll get it done. Um, 16 of their first 21 shots they made, it was just domination from the from the opening minute onward. Tulane was up huge early, led 21 by 21 at the half and just kept expanding the lead. And, yeah, their, their biggest win ever had been a 33-point win all the way back in Perry Clark's second year before his NCAA tournament run started in 1990-1991. Um, none of the others had even come close, and, and, and Tulane got it done with just a spectacular all-around performance. Now, Tulsa is a struggling team. They were 0-6 in the conference coming in. Five of those losses had been by five or fewer points, though, but they were without their leading scorer, who I don't, apparently for disciplinary reasons, um, was benched and only played four minutes last night. Um, but he, he wouldn't have made that big a difference. This was just a confident, outstanding home performance by, by Tulane. And, and one other thing I'll say is the crowd was still small by, by old-time standards, a little mm-hmm. over 1,000 p- people, but it was loud. And that basically Devlin Fieldhouse has been a tomb for the entire 21st century because Tulane just hasn't given fans a single reason to be excited in the entire time. And, 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 uh, they got excited last night. And, and, I, and, and, and anybody that remembers the nineties knows how incredibly hard a place that is to win for opponents when that place is rocking. And I think we might be seeing the signs of, 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 of it getting back to that again. Cause, uh, just, just, an, it was an outstanding fun performance, um, entertaining performance by the team last night. I will give you some credit because you you foresaw this. You saw uh, again. Nobody really knew what one way or the other what was going to happen, but you had a feeling that this was going to be a pretty good team this year. Yep, I, I did, and I and I and I'll 
part of it is I am a Ron Hunter guy. Um, and this is, I'm a basketball junkie. I had followed his career closely. I actually, the Sun Belt used to hold their conference tournament in New Orleans. And I was the advocate in the days when newspapers used to cover stuff like that. <laughs> I was their lead writer for that. And I wrote a couple of big advances on Georgia State where he was at um, being the favorite to win that conference tournament in 2014 and 2015. Um, wow. I, 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 I love the way he coached before he came to Tulane. So I've always believed that he was going to get it done. Obviously, it, it didn't look so good for two years in the first few games this year, but the guy can coach, and he and and, and he's a winner. He just needed it. it he he finally he, he finally has the players now, and, and the key obviously move was getting was getting Jalen Cook to to transfer from LSU because. I, I, I put it out last night on Twitter. Jalen, fill in the blank. Jalen Cook is the best Tulane player since, and I left it blank. And, and I kind of agree with the number one response, which would be Gerald Honeycutt. I mean, this guy's that good, yep. and they've got some good talent around him. But but he's the straw that stirs the drink for this team, and 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 he's so competitive, and uh, and that's that's the reason. He you could see it from day one what a special player he could be, and and he's really delivering on that promise. I, I saw your tweet, and it's the first name that I thought of, with Gerald Honeycutt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And first, I'll tell you the difference. I love, Gerald Honeycutt's an awesome player. Um, mm-hmm. There's a little bit of a difference, though, in that – um, and I mean yeah. this in the best way possible, but uh, Jalen Cook is a stone-cold killer. <laughs> he mm-hmm. desperately wants to win. He's incredibly competitive. I don't think you could necessarily say that about Gerald Honeycutt. He had a mm-hmm. lot of fun on the court, and, boy, was yep. he a great, awesome talent. But Jalen Cook is a leader. And, and again, that makes all the difference in the world because that's what Tulane needs. This is a program that it's institutionally used to losing in basketball now. And Ron Hunter wanted to, obviously wanted to change that from opening day. That's why he's been so mm-hmm. bombastic, making statements that they couldn't back up with the, they couldn't back up his mouth with the talent they had on the floor, but he did mm-hmm. it for a reason. He wants to change the culture and the attitude around this program, and he has the perfect guy to do that in Cook. <laughs> Eight, eight, nine, five, and three in the American fourth place, and I'd have to say with a bullet here, basically on how yeah. they've been playing. They could easily like it goes both ways because they've won some games that they could have lost. You know, you always mm-hmm. want to look at the games you you lost and and count them up. But seriously, they 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 played a terrific thirty minutes against Central Florida on the road in their previous game and were up thirteen with nine minutes left and then spit the bit on the road. Got a little rattled actually by the by the crowd there and, and ended up losing losing a close one. Just take that win which they should have had and they'd be and they really they'd be six and two <laughs> in the conference and with a chance if they. They beat Wichita State, then they'd be going to Houston next week with a real chance to be right there in the, in, in the conference. But yeah, this is not a team that's going to fade now. I, I, yeah, they're, they're still young. They're, they, on the road, they may still be susceptible to some slumps, but this is not well, in the past when Tulane had any success, it was all automatically followed by a five-game losing streak, and that will not happen with this team. This team is going to finish with a winning record in the conference. It's just a matter of, of you know of, of, of how good that record is, and that's going to be dependent on, on how they do in the in, in the close games down the stretch. Gary Smith is with us from the Wave Report, NOLA.com, and the Times-Picayune. Um, Gary, let's let's shift to football. Uh, national signing period, uh, national signing day is next week. If I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. February 2nd. Yeah. Uh, will Tulane be active? They, reasonably, Willie Fritz said um, on, in December that he thought they had room for three to five more players. They, they, they brought in eight 
Um, they brought in seven guys um, for their for official visits this past weekend. No huge names out there um, at, at at this point. I think the the, the best on the list is a, a Jamari Manette, a, a, a three star defensive tackle from Alexandria High in in, in Louisiana. It looks like uh, uh, Tulane needs another defensive tackle and interior lineman. Um, obviously Jeffrey Johnson left, which he wasn't coming back anyway. Um, he gambled on himself and and paid off big time when he <laughs> when Oklahoma took him as as a transfer. But but Tulane's looking for. A, I think they're going to add a defensive tackle in this class. Um, I think they're going to add another defensive back in this class, and maybe maybe another another offensive lineman. But it depends on you. Know, they're not going to they're not going to reach. They're, they're going to they're going to take players that they think can really really help the program, and, and we'll see. But but yeah, it's, I'd look for three to five guys to uh, to be signing on that dotted line next week. The Privateers are ten and eight. They're undefeated in the Southland, uh, in first place. Your thoughts on the Privateers? Yeah, um, they're, they, my thoughts are they, they, they looked like a really bad basketball team at the beginning of this year, which was, was surprising because of what they had returning, um, specifically their, their backcourt of Derek St. Hilaire and Troy Green, um, the best, the best combo in, in, in the Southland, but they, they, they picked it up exactly when they needed to, because obviously the the Southland's a one bid league. <laughs> Doesn't really matter what you do in the nine conference. Um, you're you're just trying to win the league, get a good seating. It's one of those conference tournaments that's weighted heavily. The top two seeds get a double bye to the semifinals, and UNO's put themselves in excellent position by that, just with their their first three games. Um, they're 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 getting the great play from Troy Green and and uh, Derek Saint Hilaire that they expected. They've been back to back Louisiana sports writers players of the week in in, in basketball. Um, they, they beat they beat Nichols easily. They beat Southeastern. That was a terrific effort. Southeastern was ahead and looked like mm-hmm. they were going to really clobber UNO. UNO was down 14 late in the first half. A gutty effort. Came back and beat a team that's an unhalacious three-point shooting team. UNO shut them down behind the three-point line. I think that might be the key game in the season. Then they backed it up by beating Northwestern State to start off 3-0. and They're now on a four-game road trip, and you, know, you, you never can tell. Road games are always tough, but I liked what I, I, I saw from this UNO team, especially – from halftime of the Southeastern game, that was what a championship team does. Is, is uh, They knew they had to win the game. They couldn't afford to lose on their home court to Southeastern. And they played a terrific um, second half and, and and won that game. And I, and I, I really I, I love UNO's chances to, to finish first or second in, in, in the league. And, and that, that's what you have to do in that conference. You need that double bye to give yourself a good chance to win the conference tournament and get that automatic bid to the NCAA tournament. They got McNeese this weekend. McNeese is in a four-way tie for second right now. They're eight, twelve, two, and one within the conference. And, and McNeese beat uh, them they, in, the conference, in, in the neutral conference tournament last. Uh, in that tournament, yeah, double overtime, yeah. right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, double correct. overtime. So that's going to be a challenge. And again, I'm sure be. that that uh, they're going to be ready to roll. Mm-hmm. And I'm just, yeah, I was just, yeah, I really, I was doubting what this UNO team was going to do because they really were unimpressive. It's always tough in those leagues. You're playing most of your games on the road, but they, they lost some, they, I think they lost a VMI. They, they just weren't looking good in, in November and December. And then when they lost to McNeese in the first round of that conference tournament, you, I really started wondering what they were going to do, but, but, but they, they fixed it real fast. And I'm telling you that Derek St. Hilaire is a scoring machine. Um, they're, yes. they're their point guard. He, he takes, he's a bad shot taker and he's a bad that shot maker, maker. And he can ex- yes. explode at any time and Troy Green's just a rock on that team he, he mm-hmm. scores some he rebounds a ton he's had 13 he had 13 rebounds against Southeastern 
he's just a winner, and he he does whatever they need need to win. And and, and that combination in that league should be good enough to to as long as they get a little help from a deep but inconsistent group of uh, of interior players, um, that that should keep them at or near the top this year. Yeah, I played with a few guys who were bad shot takers and bad shot makers. <laughs> Donald Labadee, if you're out there listening, he knows who he is. Um, Loyola, seventeen and one, seven mm-hmm. and one in the conference. I'm surprised they dropped to third in the NAIA, but, but there is no. I guess yeah. there's, you know, there, there's. I mean, again, there's. The, 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 I think the team that's in, in first place right now is, is undefeated. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's number one in the in, in the nation, rather. Uh, but still, a lot of people again believing this is going to be a team that's going to be in the mix. Now, Xavier dropped out of the top twenty-five. Uh, there's a, I think Louisiana LSU Alexander is, Alexander is like 14th, mm-hmm. uh, but Loyola again still strong third in NAIA. Yeah, no, that 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 that's a good roster. They play up tempo basketball. They shoot the ball well. They 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 score they score a lot of points. They play entertaining basketball. Um, yeah, I guess you know they 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 almost lost the game. Um, had to come back and win, and they had to, a little COVID break, and then they lost their first game back after that. I think that's a lot of the reason why they lost that game. Um, yeah, there I there I have I don't have any question that that that, that they're going to be in they're going to make a run at the, at the national title this year where um, they're, they're that good. <laughs> no doubt. So, uh, anything that I missed that you'd like to tell the audience about any of the schools? Um, no, that's, that's good. I, 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 I I'm, with this Tulane, I'm, I, I do urge people. I'm not somebody who tells fans what to do because that's their right. money. That's <laughs> um, that I, I'm just not big on that, but this Tulane basketball team is easily the most exciting Tulane basketball team that they've had since the days of, of, of Perry Clark and their heyday. I'm not saying they're at that level because they're certainly not at this point. They still have a losing record overall after a tough nine conference schedule, but 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 Jalen Cook, Jalen Forbes, Kevin Cross, the whole guys—they're they're, they're worth the price of admission, and uh, mm-hmm. um, they're 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 a team. They're just they're a team that has had horrible attendance for years and years and years, and and they deserve a lot better the way they're playing in, in the conference this year. Man, it'd be nice if again uh, we can get back to what it used to be in this town and in this state, mm-hmm. yeah. where again fans actually went to games, you know, on yep. the collegiate level. And yeah, and a, yeah, and a shout out to the Tulane students last night because they came in, in a pretty large number. They'd obviously been out of town That's for great. more than a month over Christmas mm-hmm. break and the extended break for for COVID. And Ron Hunter, at the end of the game, the first thing he did, I didn't write about it in my game story because that's going to be my advance for the next game. Okay. Instead of going to the handshake line, he went straight up into the stands to salute the pep man and the, and the students who had been so loud at, at the game. They had a bunch of students. This is stuff that happens to every other school in the country almost, but just sure. hadn't happened in Tulane this century. A group of students stood in the stands behind the free throw line in the second half and were waving and screaming and trying to intimidate the Tulsa free throw shooters and screaming and yelling every time they missed a free throw. It's that type of atmosphere. It's what 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 Ron Hunter said. It's the first game he's coached at Tulane where there was a true college basketball atmosphere mm-hmm. in the home, and he, he's offering. He's saying he's going to pay for any student that comes to the 11 a.m. start for Tulsa on Saturday. He's paying for their breakfast because wow. <laughs> he's loved that atmosphere. He feels like it's right. a place where they won't lose if they if they if they can keep the fan support like that. He feels like it could be one of the toughest places to win in America. And people that remember the heyday of Perry Clark know exactly what he's talking about. Sure. Well, Gary, let me say this before we close. There are really good basketball coaches in this area. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, there are, I mean, that's not the, the coaching is not the problem at this point. Nope. Uh, again, it's consistently winning. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and then, and then the other part is getting people to, again, uh, you know, leave their houses and get to the games. 
uh, with so much going on, pro basketball, sure. you know, every game on, on, on TV now, yes. you know, uh, you know, even again, the, you know, games that, 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 that are home games are on TV now. So that's, that's, that's the challenge. Mm, that's just the reality. Attendance is down in sports across America and everything. Of course it is. Because there's just more well, I mean, entertainment. When you can sit in your easy chair and not have to leave, <laughs> exactly. you know, I mean, that's the more, the more enticing. Mm-hmm. Look, yeah. you know, it, it is what it is. Mm-hmm. Tell the folks about your fantastic website and, of course, uh, what you got coming up for us as well as how folks can follow you on social media. Sure. Um, the website is um, thewaveReport.com, Tulane.Rivals.com. Um, about to post all of um, Ron Hunter's quotes after the game last night. I did a rundown of the the biggest wins in, 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 in Tulane history in conference play. Again, last night's was the biggest ever, um, and obviously full coverage of, of recruiting. You can find the list of all the visitors who came in last weekend for the for the football team and what I think their chances are of getting those guys who, who, who came in. Thank you, my friend. Always appreciate your time. Thanks for having me on the show. Gary Smith, Wave Report, NOLA.com, Tom Spicune, and Advocate. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning. You know, it's funny. I was talking to a friend of mine today who, again, uh, uses Burkhardt. Uh, he's got to get his, his whole system changed out. Had Burkhardt come out, give him a price, a thorough, again, inspection of the, of the system. His heater's bad, and he's got to get a price. Uh, and, and, I mean, he's got he's to get it re, he's re- replaced. So, look, anybody does this, right? You go get a second opinion just to make sure everything is, is on the up and up here. The individual that he spoke with, with the air conditioning company that, he, that, that, that he, he wanted to come give him the second price, asked him, who gave you your first price? He said, Burkhardt. He said, and, the, and, and this is a quote from, from, the, from the, the gentleman that owns the company. Well, if you got it from Burkhardt, you can be pretty much rest assured that, you know, they're honest and they're going to tell you exactly what's going on. That is a competitor telling, again, a client or a prospective client that, oh, you brought Burkhardt in first? Whatever they told you, is, again, is the truth. They're an honest company. That's what I've been telling you for years, folks. You know, look, you might get somebody to do it cheaper for you. You might have a situation where maybe you can get, get some inferior uh, brand, okay? But I'm telling you, if you want a company that is going to be honest with you, that's going to do the job that's necessary, uh, that's going to be there before and after the sale, it's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. You know, again, look, I don't know the inner workings of my AC. I just don't. So I had to get somebody that I could trust. And this goes back to my property management days where, again, I was fooled with major buildings. And, and, and John Burkhardt and I developed a relationship because John told me the truth about, again, where, where we were on, on, on specific projects. And it's one of the reasons why he was my go-to guy. You fast forward that 30 years, it's a mega company. It started off with one truck. They have 15 trucks in the field now, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. But truly, a company can trust. And that's all you can ask for. Look, I talk about that with Southern Tire. At the end of the day, you want to be able to trust the individuals that you're dealing with. Okay? Uh, And, you know, that's that's the main thing. Yes, they have to know what they're doing, but trust that they're not going to gouge you or cheat you. Ask about their 25% energy reduction guarantee. If ultimately you're looking for a new system, know that they are authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. They can service every brand out there. There's no, there's no, no, no holding them back on that. And then, of course, the 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call. The 30-minute courtesy call is, is a lifeline because who wants to sit home all day waiting on the AC guy to shut up, show up? I mean, I hate it when it's the cable guy. It doesn't matter. Your time is too valuable, and they know that. So truly, for a company you can trust when it comes to your air conditioning, heating system, generator, uh, tankless water heater, APCO whole home treatment system, and even now electrical repairs and inspections. It's Burkhardt. Think acpromise.com, acpromise.com. 
Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. If New Year calls for more hiring, check out Indeed, the all-in-one hiring platform that makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor your first job post today after visiting Indeed.com slash credit. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have handle. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. Tackle your worst cold and flu symptoms with Max Strength NyQuil Severe. The nighttime sniffling, sneezing, coughing, sore throat, stuffy head, aching fever, best sleep with a cold, medicine. Use as directed. Find it in the cold and flu aisle at a Walmart near you. All right, welcome back. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Today's program is brought to you by my good friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Old New Orleans Cookery, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, and, of course, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. I keep telling you, if you're looking for a late 
night uh, meal. Think the Oceana family of restaurants. If you're in Metairie, it's Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. Rated number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. Now, again, first of all, the menu is fantastic. Something for everyone. I'm, I promise you that. you got a finicky eater in your bunch. You'll find something to eat at Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant. Also, again, uh, fantastic cocktails. Incredible beer selection. 30-plus TVs. Uh, you'll never miss a play. Even TVs in the restaurant, which blew my mind the first time I walked in and saw that. Okay? Uh, then you're talking about uh, memorabilia, and I'm a memorabilia buff. I just love uh, memorabilia. They've got one-of-a-kind items that you see in a museum. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Uh, you can check out uh, the entire menu, everything that they that they have for you, including, again, the ability to be able to have your next event at Bobby Bears uh, at BobbyBears.com. Don't forget also with Mardi Gras coming and uh, in the uh, in Metairie, uh, they they do rent out parking spots, and then they also are serving food at the same time during the and drinks during the parade. They're open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Vet. Veterans at Lake Villa. It's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Looking for a place to go watch the ball games this weekend? Go to Bobby A. Bear's. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Yeah, you're right. All right. Uh, just a couple quick notes before I, I go to Ali Gassell. First of all, the uh, the Saints have opened up their um, uh, their interviews for, again, the uh, the uh, the replacement for uh, Sean Payton, Byron Lefwich. Uh, looks like he's going to be first up. The, the, the Saints have asked permission from the Bucks to be able to interview him, according uh, to Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports. Larry Fedora, y'all remember that name, right, uh, is going to be the new coach of the New Orleans Breakers in the USFL, which, will, again, will start this spring with spring football. So just want to give you an update on those two things. And let's turn around, and I'll thank Gary Smith also uh, for joining us on our program from the Wave Report, Noel.com, Tom Spigune, and The Advocate. We turn our attention to professional basketball, the New Orleans Pelicans, who have skyrocketed up the standings. They are now 11th. Uh, my go-to guy, Ali Cassell of the Bird Rights, joins us on the program. Ali, who would have thunk it? Yeah, right. I mean, they were hovering last, next to last, for the longest of the times, and they seemingly couldn't catch anybody, even though they started playing better, right? But now they've moved up. Because a lot of other teams have fallen off the pack. While the Pelicans, they're still doing their thing, right? Winning, winning just about as many games as they're losing. But that's good enough for the bottom of the West. Right now, there's no doubt. Um, uh, they had a uh, winning month in the month of, of December. So they were 7-5. and five. Looked this up this morning. 5-7 and seven in January so far. 5-5 five and five in the last 10. But January, the first part of January, has been some pretty tough teams. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, I don't know if... People can remember the start of this month, but boy, that that, that was some hazardous play. It kicked off for the New Year's Day facing the Bucks, and then of course you had the Jazz, the Suns, the Warriors right after that. So yeah, the, the things were looked awfully tough, and the Pelicans, you know, of course they struggled. They only managed one win um, out of those four teams, but since then, you know, they've leveled off um, in, a, in a much better fashion. You know, they're beating a lot of teams that they should be beating, and I feel like that's probably the biggest key with this team. As long as they take care of their business, they should be able to find their way in the playing tournament, you know, barring any more crazy injuries with this team. Well, one and a half games out of 10th now. Portland is, is holding on to that spot, and they've done it without Zion Williamson and at least two times where we see significant time missed by Brandon Ingram. That is remarkable. Exactly. And it goes to show you what Willie Green's been able to do, what they've gotten out of some of these guys that really stepped forward. Uh, Josh Hart, Jonas Valanciunas has turned out to be a much better trade acquisition than probably people thought when that deal was made for Stephen Adams. Herb Jones coming out of nowhere. And Devontae Graham kind of being the guy that you thought you were getting from Charlotte, right? Big game shot, 
maker. Mm-hmm. And, of course, he, he's won a couple games single-handedly with that shot making. So, yeah, the team is, is really come together. And that starting lineup, Eric, I know they're not world beaters, but I, I want to say they're about 11-7 and seven or 11-8 and eight together. So Willie Green, as we've talked on previous shows, has found a rotation that he likes and he's getting a lot of production from. You know, I didn't want to get too ahead of, ahead of myself, but I made a comment today on today's TV show. I had Ken Trahan as the guest. And, and, I, and we were talking a little bit about Willie Green, and, and, and I kind of compared Willie Green to Sean Payton when he showed up in New Orleans. Look, Willie Green, we know him because he was an NBA player. Uh, he's a guy that, again, that played a significant roles on, mo- on multiple teams. We knew him entering here in New Orleans based on his one year here and, and the influence that he had on this team. If everybody remembers Willie Green, he was a leader on this team coming off the bench with just a short period here. Uh, you know, he made a difference in that locker room. There's no doubt about it. But you look at him and you realize, again, that he is a motivator of men. Uh, there's a buy-in from, the, from, from this team. And he seems to, again, knows the game. Obviously, look, guys play NBA ball, they know the game. But understands how to, he knows the game, and he seems to, again, have a feel on how to adjust on the fly, which is huge when you're a coach. Peyton mastered that on the offensive side of the ball. It looks like, again, Willie Green has that niche that, that to be able to, again, adjust on the fly. I'd love to get your take. I do like that comparison a little bit. But to, more to Willie Green's point, you know, his experience, I feel like is vaster because he's got from both, both vantage points, right? 12 years in the NBA as a player. And that's a lot. And, you know, when you played with a lot, he's played with a lot of greats next to him, right? Started his career next to Allen Iverson, came over here one year with Chris Paul, had Monty Williams, and made connections everywhere else, including the Clippers, right? So that really, I feel like, set the uh, – it was kind of a trampoline for him to where he could have gone to coaching. Of course, he's now showing he's got that IQ, but – he also had some impressive stops as an assistant, right, with Golden State Warriors under Steve Kerr. And as I've mentioned, Monty Williams with the Phoenix Suns. So he's had the perfect resources from which to draw upon. And I feel like that's probably been as instrumental as really anything. But you're right. Deep down, Willie Green seems to have that perfect persona. He's got enough charismatic type of um, um, repertoire with his players that it's really brought out the best of them. I've never seen this, and especially out of a rookie coach here in New Orleans, to where he's just stepped right in and all the guys have gravitated towards everything he says. And you would have thought, you know, there'd be at least a couple of wayward guys when they start off 1-12. I mean, that, that's just human nature, but it didn't happen. And now you're seeing the fruits of that labor, right? Everybody's staying together. Now they've kind of come together as a team. But really, it's all been because of Willie Green. And, yeah, when Sean Payton came on board, what was he? He had been an assistant for a while, and he's coming mm-hmm. fresh off of the Cowboys. Uh, I want to say he was there, what, four years? So he had, he had built up that similar experience, especially from learning from some of the greats like Bill Parcells. So, yeah, I can see the similarities there, and especially the success that these guys are having in their first years as head coach. Yeah, and look, I mean, look, the, the odds are stacked against them when you lose, again, the the focal player on, on, on your team in, in Zion Williamson, and you have to go in a completely different direction. And obviously, Valanciunas has made that easier because of his ability to be a double-double guy every night. Brandon Ingram has become much more of a leader on the floor and off the floor uh, and, and more of an alpha, which, again, you know, a lot of people thought, myself included, maybe he's just going to be a Batman, much like, again, Anthony Davis. But he's proven now with an opportunity, he's not afraid to take the big shot. And frankly, he's knocked that big shot down. Exactly, Erica. He's showing signs this year of 
being the guy that can actually be counted on in those key minutes, right? Last year, the year before, his first two years here in New Orleans, he didn't have that success. And right. he never found it in Los Angeles either. And that's what happens, honestly, I think, when you play on losing teams. A lot of guys are just more out for themselves. And especially when you're a young guy and you don't have the kind of direction um, on, on how to basically focus on your game, and especially as a five-on-five team, then that type of, you know, those, those type of stressful situations, well, you usually don't fare well in them. And I feel like it's just been an evolution for B.I. But he's always believed in himself. That's key. That's number one. Number two, now he's got a coach that he's completely connected with. I mean, if everybody remembers the start of this year, he was still playing that isolation ball, I want to say, for about mm-hmm. the first three weeks or something about that, trying to win games, right, on his own, and it didn't work. But now he's completely bought in to where, hey, I'm not going to pound the heck out of that ball. I'm going to swing it to teammates that I know are good basketball players that can make a play for me or themselves, get, get the ball through the hoop. And now we're seeing really the fruits of that. You know, another thing that Kenny Trahan and I talked about on the, on, on the show today was, was Trey Murphy and getting him on the floor, or at the very least, getting him down to the G League where he is shooting the basketball every single night. Uh, it just seems to be stagnated on in, in terms of his ability to be able to grow as an NBA player. If, you, again, you're not able to practice a lot, you're on the bench, yes, you're traveling with the team, you're getting a feel for the NBA but, again, the confidence level's down because you're not on the floor. Meanwhile, you're looking at Herb Jones, and, again, he's, he's a kid for Rookie of the Year. What do they need to do with Trey Murphy? Because, look, he can shoot the basketball. I think, it's, I think it's between his ears right now. I do, too. I mean, when the guy is passing up shots or when he's just flat out going, you know, stretches of games where he's not even making a single three, that tells you everything you need to know. I mean, it's not a physical thing with Trey Murphy. And he proved over college that he is a dead-eye shooter. I mean, he came out of the draft highly regarded as probably the best three-point shooter. So he's definitely not shown that, and it's in between the years, without a doubt. And it's not – I don't think it's just from the lack of um, throwing him out there because Willie Green was giving him time early in the season. The problem right. is NBA teams quickly discovered his weakness, and that is forced him to put the ball on the ground. And um, defensively, you know, while he's a good individual defender, like mm-hmm. one-on-one, Team concepts he's still learning. There's a lot of stuff he's still learning, and that's what I'm hearing from the coaching staff is that he's honestly still got to make several more of these type of adjustments before he can start seeing regular time. Fair enough. Uh, how bad is Didi Lozada's um, knee injury? Well, it sounds bad. We didn't get an update on it today, um, unfortunately. But, yeah, Eric, I've got to think if it's any kind of meniscal tear then you're mm-hmm. looking at a minimum of six weeks so i wouldn't be surprised honestly if he ends up just missing the season whether he under uh, uh undergoes the knife or not right um we saw the the, the cryptic uh, uh instagram post by zion williamson what do you think it means uh, i hope it means something because why else are you putting that out there when uh, new orleans is basically you know celebrating or crying depends on who you ask sean payton moving on from this franchise and so with him posting that, and he hadn't made a post, I had heard from several people for about three weeks or so, and you're putting just a picture of yourself bringing up the basketball uh, in, from a previous game uh, for the, in the New Orleans Pelicans uniform. To me, that signifies that this guy might have actually gotten decent news, and hopefully we'll get something soon, right? We're about six weeks out from, six weeks out from when he got his injection. We were told that an update would be coming in about six weeks' time. And so maybe he's gotten good news, and maybe, honestly, he's hopeful that he's going to return at some point this season. You've got um, Denver and Boston at home on a back-to-back this weekend. 
at Cleveland to be able to finish out the month. Talk about the next three games. Well, they're tough. And the reason being for me, from just alone, the standpoint of there's two more back-to-back to be played, right? They just got done playing one. And even mm-hmm. though they played really well in Philadelphia, of course, shorthanded and all that, they lost. And, Eric, they're one and seven on the second night of back-to-backs. And I asked Willie Green about that today after practice, and he said that they, it, it's just a concentration thing. Guys just need to be um, a little bit more focused even when their bodies are tired, and it shows. Right on those second nights of back-to-back so far this season, they're shooting the ball woefully. And on the other side of the ball, they're giving up more points than they do in any other game after they've had at least one day's of rest. And so, yeah, while the Nuggets, the Celtics, and the Cavaliers all the pose their threats, I'm also worried about that, you know, four of the next five or four of these games are going to be played over the next five days. And, yeah, that's and a, you're right. That's Again, I, mean, I should have brought that up. New Orleans. The, the yeah, Detroit and, is and a and back-to-back I mean, with Cleveland. So you're at Cleveland, you come back home on the 1st of February to take on Detroit. So to your point, a back-to-back with Denver and Boston, a back-to-back with Cleveland and and Detroit, but Cleveland's on the road. Right, and boy, is Cleveland not playing well? I mean, they beat the heck out of uh, the Bucs last night, right? Nobody saw that one coming, and uh, they had all their guys, right? Giannis was playing and such. So Cleveland's playing incredibly well, and you know they're going to want to have a little bit of revenge on the Pelicans for beating them earlier uh, this season. And then the Nuggets, they're playing a lot better. They're, they found some offense recently. And with Jokic playing like an MVP, they're another mm-hmm. tough team to beat. Yeah. Same thing with Boston. They, 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 they're, you know, they're just a decent average team right now, but they've got two superstars sitting over there in my mind, right? Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum. So one good thing is that the Pelicans, these upcoming two games, they're at home. And they've been playing mm-hmm. so much better at home, Eric. Yes. I know I want to say they're about even, right? 11-11 at home on the season. But compared to where they started this year, They've been playing a lot better. So hopefully they can grab at least one of those games, and maybe they'll take care of business against the Pistons, even though, like I said, it's going to be coming against uh, on the second night of a back-to-back. Yeah, tough. All right, uh, February 10th, trading deadline. You hearing any rumblings out there? Yeah, it's getting, it's getting a little bit louder. Um, the news regarding Portland, right? I know that they're in 10th position right now, but with Damian Lillard, possibly, and I'm hearing maybe likely it's, some people have turned, termed it to me as being done for the season. You've got to think they might be sellers, and especially they lost Nazir Little today, right, for this season. So C.J. McCollum, he's definitely being dangled out there. Um, I'm just wondering if the Pelicans have enough. Uh, will they pay? That's the question of what maybe their asking price is, because I know that the Pelicans do not want to send out too many good players and assets for a guy that's not necessarily an all-star, but he's a very fine shooter. But he's also on the other side of 30 years of age. Of course, they're also looking still at Sacramento, Indiana, mm-hmm. all the big names. And from what I'm hearing, the right. Pelicans are more interested in making a bigger splash, Eric, than maybe just some smaller ones around the margins. Okay. Because you mentioned Levert last week, and since you mentioned it, I've been seeing it everywhere. Yeah, uh, because Indiana is definitely going to be blowing it up. The question is, which domino is going to fall first? And I think what they're waiting on is, can they get a deal for Sabonis? Because I think they're going to be easily move on from Levert and Miles Turner. But I think what they need to first figure out is Sabonis. Are they going to keep him? Will somebody meet their asking price? If not, then they'll turn to their other guys, like I said, Turner and Levert. But yeah, Levert, I, I think he's a perfect fit here. And Eric, we talked about it a lot last week. He just makes a lot of sense as a scorer, mm-hmm. being able to do all these things, right? Bring up the ball, facilitate the offense, play defense. As for C.J. McComb and De'Aaron Fox, they are um, 
their contracts are a lot richer. So the Pelicans would have to pay a lot more money to these guys. And like I said, right. they've got their shortcomings. DJ, he's on the wrong side of the 30, doesn't play good defense. Darren Fox, while he's still got his prime ahead of him, you wonder, can he shoot the ball? So if you were to bring him on here, would he clash with Zion Williamson? Because they both demand the lane and getting to the rim. So sure. I'm not sure. Uh, it, it's a big toss-up. <laughs> and, and, of course, we know when Zion comes back, there is going to be an adjustment period because he is so ball-dominant. Uh, it'll be interesting to see again how that plays out. Now, bring Zion in with another player. Uh, then at that point, that, you know, that chemistry that you've had throughout the season will change some uh, to make room for now. You'll be a, probably a better team in the long run, but, again, there's, a, there's an adjustment period here. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, let's say if the Pelicans go and trade for either C.J. McCollum or De'Aaron Fox, well, then you've got to think Josh Hart, without a doubt, going to be included in that deal. I can't foresee them including Valanciunas or possibly mm-hmm. even Devontae Graham because the yeah. other teams probably won't want him. But Hart, he, he's, um, he's got a lot of value. And yes. so you just and, and a decent contract. And that's destroying the chemistry. Yeah. I, I love Josh Hart's contract. I think he's a deal of a deal right now. Oh. So I wouldn't be moving him unless you're getting great value back, honestly, yeah. where it makes sense for your ball club. I'm with you. I'm with you. Again, you know, I think you really got to have somebody that can pry, that's going to be able to pry Josh Hart away. He just he, he means too much to this team. Just, I mean, rebounding, uh, getting to the basket, scoring, defending, uh, and, and then, of course, his leadership. I mean, I think, I think there's a lot of reasons why Josh Hart needs to stay on this team, no doubt. Tell us about your fantastic website, what you have coming up for us, how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, so follow us along over at www.theburrrides.com where we post articles and our podcast, uh, something fresh every day for you. And follow us along on the same um, Twitter handle, under the same name, and on Facebook. And, yeah, I've got an article I'm publishing tomorrow on Josh Hart just to show people what I think where his value is. Because a lot of people are just ready to toss him in any trade and get rid of him. But they've got to understand his combination of incredible efficiency, shooting the ball, Mm -hmm. passing, rebounding, and doing all those little things like being a leader in the locker room. So invaluable, this team. So I wouldn't move away from that unless you're getting almost a star in return. Yeah, I'm with you. You and I are on the same page on that. I'm not giving that guy away. No way, no how. Uh, at Ali Cassell on Twitter. Ali, thanks for the time, bud. Absolutely. Take care, Eric. You too, bud. All right, that's Ali Cassell. Hey, don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Again, uh, if you're in the market for a generator, uh, generator sales and service are their business. Uh, I was talking to um, uh, one of the Burkhardt sons today. And uh, they'll be up in not Las Vegas next week for the Generac um, uh, convention uh, and finding out more and more about Generac generators to be able to bring back home. Uh, finance available generators. You get a new install quality check after one month. Uh, you get single-day install. Also, again, um, 24-7, 365 emergency service. Truly a company you can trust when it comes to generator sales and service. Look, you can shop it around if you like, as, again, most people do. But I'm telling you right now, uh, the honesty, the service after the sale, second to none. And then, of course, knowing where to place that generator. You know, there was a big expose uh, after the, after Ida on, again, companies that didn't put the generator where it was supposed to be. Look, I tried to, to do the same thing here, right, uh, at, at the house where, where I wanted the gen- generator. Jason Burkhardt pretty much told me, E, we can't do it that way. We're going to have to move it again away from the house because, again, the, the possibility of, again, carbon monoxide poisoning. Now, I was a little frustrated because I got some dead that space in, uh, you know, in my, my yard where I wanted to put it, but I can't do it. They're the experts. They know. You can trust them. Comes to generator sales and service, it's Burkhardt. ACpromise.com. ACpromise.com. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. 
Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I 10 in Metairie. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Miata Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMiatInsAgency.com. You know your closet well, but what does it sound like? Yes, your closet. Does it whisper your taste? Does it scream your taste? The new Stitch Fix Freestyle, your personalized store, gets to know your unique style and fit. Its selection transforms to show you only the looks and trends you love. With a store that evolves alongside your taste, your closet will scream, so you, without actually screaming. Introducing Stitch Fix Freestyle for women and men, your personalized store. We're so you. When you fill your prescriptions at Walgreens, you can track the progress of your order in real time. Know the price of your prescriptions before you go to pick them up. And anytime you have questions, use Pharmacy Chat to ask an expert 24 hours a day. Help with your meds from Walgreens. Side effects may include breathing a little easier because your prescription stress melted away. (sighs) Learn more on the Walgreens app. This price isn't final. This is an estimated price based on your insurance coverage. Do you need employees? Cumulus Media is holding a virtual job fair. We're spending over $45,000 in advertising to promote it, and we want to help get you the employees you need. To be a part of this job fair, email nolasales at cumulus.com today, as space is limited. That's nolasales at cumulus.com. nolasales at cumulus.com. Let us do the work to find you the employees you need. 
All right, today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Canada Restaurant. All are open late. Uh, the, the Bourbon Street locations are all selling tickets to the Bourbon Street Balcony for the Mardi Gras celebration. You can also, again, get tickets for um, parking over at uh, Bobby Bear's on, uh, on Veterans for the Metairie Parades. And, of course, they're open late, ready for you to come out and get a great uh, meal or cocktails at one of the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, thanks to Ali Cassell and Gary Smith, Mike Scarborough, Glenn Gilbo. Up next, I'm Eric Asher. Stick around. Anytime, any TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just says, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Now, here's our man, Eric Asher. How 
number two on this spectacular day here in Old New Orleans. What a beautiful day it's been, right? Supposed to be like that through the weekend. Loving it. Of course, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm Eric Asher. I'm your host each and every weekday afternoon, 4 to 6, 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Don't forget the iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, and then what that guy said about the truth. Nash FM 106.1, ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast is everywhere. Anchor's our home base, but we're on all podcasting platforms. Ken Trahan of um, All Access, CitySports.com, Three Tailgaters, uh, the original Pep um, Prep um, Report, and um, so much more. Uh, he joined me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this afternoon. You'll get a chance to see that tonight at 6 on LAE. 10 o'clock on The Deuce. Tomorrow night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Finish it off at 5 p.m. on Saturday afternoon on Pelican Sports Television. We will have that on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram this evening for you. I want to thank Gary Smith and Alec Assell. Both joining us in the first hour, talking Tulane, LSU, UNO, I'm sorry, Tulane, UNO, Loyola uh, with Gary, and then, of course, uh, Pelicans with Ali. Mike Scarborough is just a couple minutes away. We'll talk Tigers with him. Glenn Gilbo of Outkick.com will join us at 535. We're going to talk Peyton and Saints with him. Today's program brought to you by my good friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. And let me tell you something, folks. Uh, you're looking for a great meal. You're looking for a great meal late. Fantastic cocktails, great ambiance. Got to get out there to one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Mambo's, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and the mothership, Oceana Grill. Bourbon and Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Also, again, home of New Orleans best breakfast. I'm telling you right now, you might have your favorite breakfast spot. And look, a lot of people do, right? Look, I also enjoy TikTok's breakfast, always. But I'm telling you right now. You want to be, you want oohs and ahs when, when, when your breakfast comes out. Uh, you want to go to Oceana Grill. You want to make, if you're a breakfast aficionado, you want to make the stop at Oceana. Uh, they serve breakfast from 8 a.m. until 1 p.m. So there's a long uh, opportunity for you to be able to catch that if you're a late riser, et cetera. Uh, and then comes again uh, uh, from, from 10 o'clock all the way un- until 4 is lunch. And then from 4 until 1 a.m. is the dinner service. That's Cajun Creole dishes that are that are just incredible. But also, you know, barbecue ribs, which are fantastic, great seafood dishes, uh, an outstanding hamburger. I mean, look, something for everyone on the menu there. And then the fantastic cocktails. During my time of doing remotes, and I did remotes there for almost a decade, every Thursday, right? Um, I mean, I'd see people, uh, again, not just New Orleanians who are used to being able to see these fancy cocktails, but, again, also the tourists, ooey and ein. As, as, again, the cocktails would be coming from the bar. You got an oyster bar that's right there. The char and the oysters right there in front of you. Oysters on the half shell. Uh, I mean, just a great all-around fantastic restaurant and a fun place to be. Uh, you can dine in an authentic French Quarter courtyard that's also dog-friendly for those, again, that, that, that have the pups that want to bring them with them. Uh, five private rooms that, that can accommodate up from 10 to 120 guests. And here's the beautiful thing. First of all, you've got, you got the Oceana staff that, that is, again, is serving you, the great food that, that, that again, they're, they're, they're famous for, uh, as, again, uh, you know, your hors d'oeuvres or whatever your meal is going to be. And then when you finish up the night, your steps off Bourbon Street. I mean, literally, your party can continue. Steps off Bourbon Street, and you're not that far, again, if you, if you want to go check out some music down on Frenchman. So I think it's the perfect place to have your party. 
family-friendly, great place for a date, great place, again, to close a deal. Many of the deals have been closed at Oceana. I've closed a few there myself. Uh, to find out more, Oceanagrill.com. Uh, Oceana Grill is open from 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. All right, uh, we're just a couple minutes away from Mike Scarborough. Just let me know when you got him, Rude. Um, and uh, you got him standing by? Okay, well, let's jump into it now. We'll talk about, we'll talk about what I was going to get into uh, you know, when we finish up with Mike. Then we'll leave Mike hanging. My good friend Mike Scarborough, if you're a Tiger fan, and just I'm going to say it again, uh, and you're not, Tiger Bait's not on your list of favorites. You're not subscribing to, to Tiger Bait. You're, you're missing out. It is so much more than the original Tiger Bait, which, again, really kind of set the standard for recruiting sites here in Louisiana. Uh, Mike's done a great job in expanding, again, what he's doing. He's doing stuff on YouTube, et cetera, because he's on our show each and every week. Uh, a lot going on, especially with February 2nd being the national signing date. But it doesn't matter what sport it is. Mike's all over it. So, again, he makes it very easy for you. One dollar for, like, the, the, the first week uh, to be able to get out and enjoy that. Uh, if you're a Tiger fan and you want to keep staying the know, TigerBait.com is the place to go. Mike, join, joining us on the program now. Mike, how are you, bud? Hey, I'm good. Glad to be with you. Yeah, I've been here for about 15 minutes waiting for you to get to me. Man, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. That, that, I'm, I'm, I'm firing, I'm firing our, our, our producer as soon as the show is over. <laughs> you know I'm messing with you. Absolutely. Hey, Mike, yeah. am I right or wrong, though? I mean, look, you've expanded the site now. You guys are doing the YouTube stuff. It's very informative. What is it, a dollar for the first week? Is that what it is? That's it. And uh, and you're right, our, our, our YouTube show, which we kind of stumbled in on accident, which is not really an accident anymore. Everybody seems to have a YouTube channel these days. But uh, we, we, dove in, we dove in head first two football seasons ago. And we're about to hit at 11,000 subscribers on that in just a little over a year. And it's um, uh, we do a show, a couple of shows a week. We load uh, player interviews, coaches' interviews almost daily. And um, people people are re- really liking uh, what we're doing there. So that's LSU Tigers on Tiger Bait on YouTube. Yeah, it, it, I'm telling you. Got to check it out, folks. Uh, look, I, every time, if you follow me on social media, you know every time Mike puts something up, I'm, I'm forwarding it on our social media platforms. Uh, I'm also, again, when, when, I, when the show's up on, online, I'm, I'm sending that out as well. Get a little taste. Once you get a little taste, you're going to be in a situation where, man, I, I got to get this information. And, um, again, make sure it's TigerBait.com. Uh, that's, that's the spot. Mike, I, I got Tiger fans been asking me all week. I said, wait, Mike's coming on Thursday. Let me ask Mike on Thursday. Uh, National signing day on on, on, uh, on on February the 2nd. They want to know about Matthews. They want to know about Perkins. Uh, and, and they want to know about uh, uh, the running back uh, uh, from, uh, from North Louisiana. Well, yeah, everybody you named uh, are visiting this weekend. Harold Perkins, the linebacker. Of course, he just went to Florida. A lot of buzz about Florida with him right now. Of course, Harold Perkins from uh, Side Parks uh, outside of Houston. Uh, number one player in the state of Texas, linebacker, originally from New Orleans. Uh, went to Florida this week. He goes. To, he arrives at LSU tomorrow uh, for the last official visit weekend. Decommitted from Texas A&M on Monday morning. Of course, they're absolutely sick. He's, uh, of course, look, A&M's recruiting class is uh, one of the best in the country right now, and he would be absolutely the cherry on top. Uh, but there's a lot. Uh, there's a lot of people who say that there's some drama with him. We're going to we're, we're going to see how that plays out. But certainly today there, there's a lot of buzz with Florida. But like I said, he arrives on LSU's campus tomorrow, so he's going to get the full court press, no doubt. 
and um, Jacoby Matthews from Ponchatoula. Uh, I've, I've been saying for several months now, I, I have a hard time believing he's going anywhere but LSU, and I, I do. I still stick by that. Uh, I've got a couple other official visitors from the state of Texas this weekend along with those two. Uh, Jalen Davis, Davis Robinson from Waxahachie, Texas. He's a corner. Um, 5'11", 175. Caleb Douglas from Missouri City, Texas, Hightower High School. Uh, about a 6'3", 190-pound receiver. And so those are four coming in. Dan Lewis from Westgate uh, has been on a visit midweek. And um, Alabama, of course, offered him last week, and other schools involved with him. I think LSU's going to end up being a school for him. Um, and then you asked about uh, Citizen, the running back from Lake Charles Prep. Uh, yeah, Lake Charles, that right. one is – I think that was a battle because, you know, look, I – I think Auburn has it, it kind of been the team, I think, to beat for a while. He had a great visit to LSU last weekend. Um, Florida's also in the mix with him. So Billy Napier's uh, going to see if he can't uh, pick a, 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 a couple of guys off here mm-hmm. late that LSU's also hoping to finish with. Uh, of course, Texas A&M and Alabama is in on multiple of these same guys as well. So uh, just like we predicted uh, in December, uh, the month of January between the high school prospects and the transfer portal uh, was going to be a lot more interesting uh, to follow than it has been in recent years since the advent of the early signing period. Mike, is there a backstory on why Perkins uh, decommitted? Uh, no, uh, just, you know, a lot of people in Texas are calling him Zach Evans 2.0. I don't know if you remember Zach Evans. The, the running back from Texas that was all over the map in recruiting a couple of years back, uh, didn't sign anywhere, went beyond the recruiting process. Um, you know, he, uh, look, it, if you say that he's uh, uh, going to uh, sign with, uh, you know, uh, Georgia out of the blue on signing day, right. I'm, I'm not going to call you a liar, uh, even though we've never mentioned Georgia with him. I just mm-hmm. uh, I think there's some twists and turns still to be left had with him, and I don't care if he commits somewhere tomorrow. Um, I, I don't think you uh, count that one until the, the national letter has actually arrived on campus. Mm-hmm. Now, they got some good news. Uh, is it Jarek Bernard Converse? Uh, again, Louisiana native, Blue Orleans native cornerback um no he went to evangel right if i'm not mistaken yeah, he, he is signed sealed delivered uh, right team all big 12 uh he's already graduated from oklahoma state he got in under the gun today was the the last day to late enroll for classes for the spring semester so he's right. on campus now you'll have him for spring practice Beautiful. one of four uh cornerbacks uh signed uh, in this uh transfer portal so um Absolutely excited about him. Obviously, highly intelligent, uh, heck of a player, first team All Big Twelve, and um, he's a pre-vet ma- major. So I, I, I think there's even some talk that, um, you know, regardless of what his NFL future is uh, over a year from now, uh, he might be already working towards uh, becoming a veterinarian. Hmm, interesting. Um, how do you feel about how do you feel about the National Signing Day? What's your gut? I think LSU is going to finish strong. Um, I'm not saying they're going to get everybody we're talking about. Um, if they get three quarters of them, I think that's fine. I don't think, 
if they get Citizen, that's fantastic, the running back. But I don't know that that wipes out the class if they don't. Um, because next year in Louisiana, you've got Trey Holly from Union Parish. You got Caleb Jackson from right here in Baton Rouge at Liberty. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, uh, he lost. <laughs> Who's going to be coaching Liberty next year? Uh, Drake Trostclair, the coach at Liberty, just took the job at Central Lafouche. Um, but that kid's still racking up new offers uh, from around the country. So there's two great running backs in the state of Louisiana, and and even some more good ones behind them. Um, and then we're going also going to wait and see. You know, uh, there's still the scuttlebutt out there that uh, you know the former Rummel running back at Notre Dame, the starter Logan Diggs. Mm-hmm. You know, is, is there something that could brew with him uh, later in the in the summer, possibly transfer portal? But um, I, I, I kind of like you know you got Kiner and Goodwin back. I, I think LSU's running back room with Nolan Kane uh, adding with John Emery. Yes. And others, I, I think the running back rooms is going to be okay. Mike, if you had to pick one guy that they could not afford to lose on signing day, who would it be? You know, a lot of it is perception. You just can't lose sure. Kobe Matthews. Okay, I, I just you just cannot. That's the one I would that. think too. Yeah, that's the one I was yeah. thinking too. Louisiana guy, um, no, this that would be the one, one of the ones I'm, I'm thinking too. Um, Overall, your thoughts way, on how Kobe Kelly Matthews has handled and this? Perkins are good are good friends, and okay. so you know those two being together on the last weekend at LSU is a, is very much a positive. So when I say things are wacky with Harold Perkins, are they wacky the way we're from where we're sitting? Mm-hmm. Are they not so wacky uh, behind closed doors when they don't have uh, cell phones and they're not on Twitter? Sure, sure. Uh, I think Kelly's done a fantastic job. If you had to rate it, what would you rate it? I, the only thing that prevents me from making it an A right now, and then mm-hmm. it can become an A in May or June, is a center. That's it. Um, if they can get a – and see, the, and that's the whole deal. When you start ranking this recruiting class, it's not just the high school kids. It's the transfer portal kids. And the transfer mm-hmm. portal kids – that doesn't stop until August. So right. are we going to get to a point now where we start judging a recruiting year in August rather than December and February? Hmm. So to me, the only thing but, that keeps me from giving it an A right now is the center position. Right. If, if, and, and I think the only reason why that's happened and is because they've been looking at the portal and maybe there hasn't been a center that's arrived there yet that either they can get or that they like or that they think can play at LSU. Mm-hmm. Um, but after spring semester, and everybody goes to spring football practices, is there maybe a, a guy out there that's, you know, an all-conference selection they can add? To me, that that, that would make it an A in my mind. Mike Scarborough, TigerBait.com. Mike, let's shift to basketball. Uh, LSU was on a three-game losing streak within the conference. Uh, they dropped to 19th in the nation. Big win last night, 70-64 over A&M. Look, it's, it's been the injuries that have really slowed this team down. Um, well, Wade tweaked this lineup last night, seemed to work. Just uh, your thoughts on where this team is. And, and will we see Pinson back soon? I mean, Days, I think, will be back soon. Will we see him back him soon, sooner or later? I, 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 how much longer does Pinson need? But last night's win over A&M was a – was a huge shot in the arm of must have. Absolutely. And, um, that last few minutes, because uh, that last few minutes, just all of a sudden they said, okay, we got to have this. <laughs> and 
and they, they just they got it done. I mean, it was it was unbelievable because you know everything up to that point was like they're going to lose another one, and then all of a sudden the last two minutes they they, they just they willed themselves to a win and and pulled it out and just. And then if you're A and M, if you're an A and M fan watching that game, all the missed opportunities that they had, the and all the offensive rebounds that hit the back mm-hmm. iron and bounced right in their hand. I mean, how many shots at the basket did they get in the last two or three minutes? Extra shots that just didn't fall. So a great win for LSU, but um, they, they've got to get healthy. I mean, you get other guys limping around last night. O'Neal yeah. again, uh, and, and Eason. So Eason, yeah, that was cramps though, right? Yeah, that's what they he's, said. He's at about with cramps. Yeah, you know, it wasn't, wasn't so something. so many more minutes than he needs to. Sure, sure. No doubt. Uh, how about the women's side? Talk a little bit about, about uh, Kim Mulkey's team. Yeah, uh, game tonight. And um, I think similar things for her, although, you know, I think we, we, you and I talked about it last week. You know, of these two teams, uh, who goes further in the NCAA tournament, the men or the women? Right. Uh, you know, they're kind of similar. Um, but LSU, the men need to get healthy, uh, and, and I'm starting to think, depending on the draw, the, the women are likely to go further than the men this year, mm-hmm. which I don't think we would have said that in the preseason. No, not based on what we saw, that's for sure. Yeah. They're, they're, mean, seven, they're, they're 17-3, and 5-2 and two in the SEC right now. Yeah, um, and, and, I, and you can just tell from Kim Mulkey's press conferences, and, and I think she's tickled. I don't know if she's – Maybe she's crazy like a fox, and she knew that, that what she had. Um, but I, I think she's absolutely enjoying this year because, mm-hmm. you know, I tend to think there was a lot of unknowns for her. Like, what do I have? How bad are we going to be? Uh, did I make the right move? And all of a sudden, I think she's having a blast with this team and mm-hmm. the the, te- the the players she inherited, Kayla Pointer, and on and on. And um, uh, they've been fun to watch and and. I know all the football heads that are subscribed to Tiger Bait. Um, I, I've just I, I've been amazed by the, the the guys that I know never really watched men's bat or women's basketball are now just they they watch the women every night every chance they get. So uh, like they're fun to watch. This. And in Mulkey, it's it's right. I joke. I, I tell Jacques Ducey over here. I said when you go to a women's game, you need to have two cameras: one just on Mulkey and one on the action. Yeah. Right. I agree. I agree with you. Mike, we've been doing this for like 15 years, you and I. Um, how many times have you asked about the women's covered. basketball team? Never. This is the first year. I've never co- Tiger Base never covered women's basketball. Right. We, we didn't cover it when Simone Augustuson fouls were there. Right. Um, and I'm not, you know, proud of that, but I'm just, it just wasn't. No, it just is what it is. Yeah. But, I mean, you um, know, she has, she has really turned it around and made it a sport that, again, is not just a, a niche sport, but something that, again, the, the average Tiger fan out there is going to pay attention to. Yeah, and look, I'm, I'm even gotten our guys interested in women's basketball recruiting. We've done features on Michaela Williams, uh, the shooting guard uh, from uh, Parkway uh, in, in, in Shreveport. Um, she's incredible. Uh, Captain Shreve, excuse me. Mm-hmm. I mean, so, um, yeah, I mean, it, it, we, we've done several things on her. And uh, you can see where, you know, Moki gets her. And, you know, that's the type of girl you, you, you win a national championship mm-hmm. about uh, with. And uh, she was in Lake Charles scouting her a couple of weeks ago. 
uh, Kim Mulkey was. And um, she had Simone Augustus there watching her with her. Uh, I was at Parkway. I, I'm losing my mind, uh, Eric. She is at Parkway, class okay. of 23. She's the number gotcha. one player in the country. Mm-hmm. And uh, you see her, and I'm telling you, I think she's better than Simone Augustus at that age. Wow, that's saying that's saying a mouthful. So <laughs> I, 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 I think the over and under on Kim Mulkey winning a national championship at LSU is three years. Yeah. It's 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 really I mean it's really great times and it's hard to believe that and if I'm I'm thinking I'm right here Will Wade is the senior coach at LSU right now right he's been there the longest of all the major sports am I right Yeah I mean the track I mean if I you know gymnastics turns over track is turned over basketball is turned over so I think he's the so yeah, you know, Shaver's got to be the longest one right of all of with, all sports. Of all sports, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, wow. Great, crazy. Mike, tell the folks once again about your fantastic site, how folks can subscribe. That's it. Go to tigerbait.com. If you're into recruiting, we're going to be covering this backwards and forwards between now and next week. And uh, big uh, visit weekend. And we're going to be dropping all the tidbits we can on our, on our message board. So, if you're an LSU fan, go to tigerbait.com, subscribe. Choose the annual package. It's less expensive. Versus the monthly, you, you, you get you're basically getting three months free when you when you do that. So go to TigerBay.com. We hope to see you there. At Scarborough Mike on Twitter. We'll check in with you next week, my friend. Thanks so much. All, all right, Eric. Thank you. Mike Scarborough, TigerBay.com. Don't forget about Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. If you you got your vehicle breaks down, you need help, bring it over to Southern Tire. Latest diagnostic equipment that you get. Same at the dealership right there at Southern Tire. And as I've said before, uh, I think they've got a little bit more than maybe your average dealership. Largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area. If you have a flat, if you need to change the tires out, uh, if you're in a situation where you just need a repair, whatever it is, go to Southern Tire. Check out their large selection of tires. It's something to fit everyone's budget. And then, of course, ASE certified technicians. Highest certification you get in the industry. Don't forget the damaged rims. Don't toss those into the landfill. Bring them over to Southern Tire. Let them repair them for you. Good as new. You put too much money and investment into these rims. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches and financing is available. It's Southern Tire. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Open Monday through well, Friday from 8 to 6. Saturday from 8 to 3. 504 Go to southerntire.com, check out all the service they provide for their customers, including a diagnostic page where you can troubleshoot what's going on with your engine before you bring it over to Southern Tire. Say it every day, and it's the truth, because, again, you know it as a, as a lifelong New Orleans like myself. No way you stay in business in this town since 1972 unless you're treating your customers right. You want a mechanic shop you can trust? It's Southern Tire, Hickory Airline in Metairie, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon is once again your home for New Orleans Privateers basketball. Tune in to Jude Young for all the action as UNO takes on top-rated college basketball teams, including local rivals and Southland Conference foes, in their quest to win championships and return to the NCAA tournament. All season long, set sail with the UNO Privateers on New Orleans Country, 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Indeed.com. Need new hires in the new year? You need Indeed to help find your next hire. When you sponsor a post, you get a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit. 
On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Trust is what Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If you have any problems with your heating system, you can trust Burkhardt to be there right away and get you back up and running. And if you know you need to replace that heating system this year, you can trust Burkhardt to treat you with respect and get the job done right. And you can always trust Burkhardt to give you a fair price. For heating this year, trust Burkhardt. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family-friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Unwind from your daily routine with Vicks Vapo Bath or Vicks Vapo Shower and let those soothing Vicks Vapors help you relax. <sighs> Enjoy a Vicks Vapo moment wherever you choose. Look for Vicks Vapo Bath and Vicks Vapo Shower in a store near you. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If your heater is on the blink or maybe, again, you'd like to get it inspected by a professional, give you a peace of mind in knowing that, you know, it's operating correctly. You don't have any problems with fires or carbon monoxide poisoning within your home or your business. Uh, think about my friends at Burkhardt. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. Nate certified technicians, highest certification in the industry, and more importantly, a company you can trust. Remember, they're authorized to service all brands, authorized to sell some of the top brands in the industry. So, again, if by chance that heater needs to be replaced, Burkhardt can do that for you. Uh, and then there's, of course, you know, standing behind their work and treating your home like their home. That's what Burkhardt does. It's, it's again, what they're all about, customer service. Uh, if the heated system is not working or, again, you need inspections, call Burkhart, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, uh, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Mambo's. I love talking about Mambo's. First of all, again, I've talked about it before. It was a, a strip club that was causing nothing but problems that, in that particular building on Bourbon Street for years. So much so that, again, they had to close it down. 
my, my, my friends, the Beta Brothers, go in. Uh, they don't just open up a restaurant. They tear it down. They go in and they completely renovate the inside, first, second, and third floor, a bar on each floor. Uh, beautiful barge boards. Again, the, the restaurant is the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Uh, and then, of course, on the third floor, on on on, on the on the third floor, uh, you step out onto a rooftop bar. It's Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Uh, the sight lines are second to none. You can you can ha- you can dine there. You can have your next event. You can have some cocktails there. On the second floor, there's a bar. Uh, also, again, with all, with all all three floors have seating for 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 uh, um, for lunch, dinner. Uh, etc. Uh, but also, you've got a Bourbon Street balcony. On the first floor, you have picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street, a, a bar, their, their bar there, and then, of course, an authentic French Quarter courtyard for you as well, as I say all the time. Beautiful by day, spectacular by night. The the menu is second to none. Again, literally something for everyone on the menu. When I tell you Cajun Creole Cuisine is finest, beautiful menu for you. You'll find something for, for everyone on your party to eat. And then the, the, the cocktails... The mixologists are some of the best in the city that work at the Oceana family of restaurants, and Mambo's is no different. You'll get yourself some fantastic cocktails. Look, whether it's a romantic getaway, maybe it's your next event, maybe it's a delicious meal with your family, maybe you're trying to close that deal, uh, maybe it's date night, right? Or maybe just hanging out with you and your friends. It's Mardi Gras. Get on down to Mambo's and enjoy a great meal. And then when you finish, right next door is the hideout bar. So you go right to the hideout bar. There's live music there. There's food, cocktails. Uh, French Quarter uh, uh, a courtyard setting, and also a great inside uh, Old New Orleans bar building. Beautiful place, man. Uh, get out there and enjoy, enjoy again, uh, a, really a night out in the 400 block of Bourbon Street with Mambo's and also the Hideout Bar. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner. To find out more, go to mambonola.com, all part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Get out there and enjoy it. And uh, don't forget, again, balcony uh, tickets are available. I don't know how much longer, but they're available right now for uh, for. Uh, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, and and uh, also um, uh, Mambo's Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, and of course Bobby Bears is has the Metairie Parades, and uh, Oceana Grill. Now Oceana Grill is just fantastic. You to, to your, your block off Bourbon Street. You're gonna enjoy the meal there and have a great time. All right. Thanks to Mike Scarborough for joining us. As I mentioned to as we opened up the program, Glad Gilbo joins us now from Outkick. Well, uh, Glenn's covered the Saints. Normally, we'd, we'd talk SEC and we would talk um, LSU with him. We're going to concentrate on the Saints and Sean Payton with, with Glenn. Glenn, how are you, buddy? Good. Good. Man, it's going to be tough following my boy, Mike Scarborough. Yeah, well, you know, you and Mike, you and Mike, uh, y'all, y'all broke bread a, a while back, huh? At, at a pretty good place, huh? Y'all grabbed a couple steaks together? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mike's the one got me connected with uh, OutKick, so. I'm forever grateful to the boy. Mike's a good guy, man. Good guy. He's got a great site too. I mean, again, I, I tell people yeah. all the time, you know. And look, I, I've got, I, I'm blessed. Uh, you know, the, the the guests that I could come on this program, some of them have their own sites that they do a thorough job. Uh, you know, Mike Mike was one of the originators of again the recruiting sites here in Louisiana with LSU, and he continues to do a great job. He does. He does. No doubt. Um, just gotta ask you. When you heard the the splash report from Ian Rappaport, did you buy it? You know, at first, I did not. I did not buy it at first. Uh, you know, um, Ian Ian had Drew Brees, um, you know, leaving a couple of years before he did, mm-hmm. uh, and I just I just didn't believe it. 
but then, you know, I read some other reports locally, uh, you know, from Duncan and Captain Carroll and Larry Holder. Uh, and, right. you know, they, they were more like, hey, this, this could happen, you know. Mm-hmm. So, when, But I was still surprised when it actually did happen. I thought, um, you know, I thought he was going to, um, you know, I mean, I know they have uh, salary cap issues, but I, I thought maybe they were going to yeah. try to get Aaron Rodgers or maybe mm-hmm. uh, go with a rookie quarterback, first-round pick like a Matt Corral or somebody, which yes. Sean's never done. That, that's the one no. thing I really – I'm writing about that for uh, tomorrow. I really wanted to see Sean with a first-round pick quarterback from the ground up, see what right. he could do with that, you know. So it still surprised me, and it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's definitely kind of sad. No, it's very – look, it, it's uh, – I said yesterday. I mean, I'm feeling a little better today, okay? But there's been a hangover in this town for a couple of days, almost like a death or a divorce. Uh, it's tough. Exactly. I mean, and it caught people by surprise. You know, it yeah, really did. You know, and, and, you know, they just lost Drew Brees last year. But, you know, yes. everybody saw that come. Everybody knew. That yes, I agree. This year or next year for a couple of years there. So, and, and then it was kind of dissipated over time. And then he got so hurt in that last year. So it wasn't as nearly as sudden as this. You know, you, you're thinking about it for a few days. Oh man, he actually could leave, and then and then bam, he's, he's gone. I, I never I never thought he'd uh, he'd leave uh, right no. now, but I but I understand it. You know, and and uh, it's America, it's a free country. Anybody can go no, anywhere. It is, it is. Now, now I will say this: there was a narrative that he was burned out. That was what we heard early, right? I don't believe that. He's not burned out. Okay. Uh, is he willing to take a day, uh, uh, some time off and go to TV? Yes. But I think he's going to coach again, and I think it's probably going to be with the Dallas Cowboys, and I think it could be as soon as, again, next season. Not, not this season, but next season, okay? Um, I also, again, when I, when I look at this, it is a little bit surprising. I did not believe it until Sean Vazan tweeted out Gail Benson's answer to a reporter's question about uh, the Sean Payton situation. When I heard her, Nate, and her nervous laugh, I was like, this is real. Up until yeah. then, I didn't buy it because we've heard so many of these false flash reports about about um, uh, you know you mentioned Breeze, but also about Sean Payton in the past. And how do you walk sure. away from a from a franchise in which you pretty much have the autonomy to do anything you want to do? Not to mention, he left a lot of money on the table from this. Yes, from this great point. Uh, but you know, I, I think I don't think he was burned out as like Big Vermeil was. But you know, his son was on Gus Cattengill's show this afternoon, and his son mm-hmm. said that he's getting a little burned out late in the season. Uh, you know, so that, that kind of surprised me. Oh, well, well it, it didn't surprise me, but that was different than what, what everyone else was saying. It was and, different what he said. He said it was well, not exhausting but exciting this season. I didn't buy he, that. Well, he didn't use the word burned out, but he, he did say at one point that, uh, you know, this whole season was rough on everybody. You know, Sure, but and, that's across the league. Everybody yeah. dealt with COVID. Sure. Everybody did. Every coach dealt with COVID. Well, no, so that I'm was across the league. I'm, I'm talking about the injuries. Uh, on mm-hmm. the, oh, the injuries. Yeah. No, that's not 57 yeah, yeah. foot, 58 starters. No. The, the Miami game might have been the cherry on the top for him. Look, I think we can say after Mike Trippett's article last week that showed that, again, that the calls that have gone against the Saints since 2018 uh, when, with, with, uh, when, with flags that are called on opponents, accepted and, and not accepted, there's, there's been a bias against the Saints and, and Sean Payton, really against, uh, really going back to probably Viking Gate into Bounty Gate. 
Uh, I said this when, when, when he stepped down. The, the, probably the happiest man in America was Roger Goodell. Uh, you know, maybe the Saints will get a fair shake from this point forward, uh, but, but Peyton wasn't getting a fair shake from the NFL, and that, that, that's a statistic, the statistical proof to prove that. Yeah, I thought I saw I heard Triplett interviewed after that, and he also made the point that you know it's hard for officials. You know, they're just trying to call the game, and they're not always thinking, "Oh, well, this is the Saints I'm doing," or, or Sean Payton was in Bounty Gate. You know, so he wasn't totally sold on that. I mean, I guess the calls are the calls, but you know, I'm sure there's other coaches around the league who who think the NFL has a bias against them, too. But, you know, Sean is different because he was suspended and he was kind right. of a rebel against Goodell for a while. So sure. I see how he would be targeted. But I didn't, um, you know, I, I just, I'm, I'm against, I don't believe in conspiracy theories all the time. But, you know, Triplett's article did have a lot of hard uh, facts in there. And, you yep. know, that might be, that, that, that wears on a guy. Plus, Forget the calls. I mean, he had some really monumentally emotional losses. I mean, that Vikings playoff loss, oh, and then the, yep. the Rams playoff loss. You know, mm-hmm. that, that's going to take its toll. Well, but, the push off with, with Rudolph with Minnesota. I mean, you know, I mean, we could go way back if you want to go again, self inflicted wounds, Seattle, San Francisco, and do it two years where, again, you thought they were going to go to the Super Bowl. Uh, but again, yes, the, the, the last few, again, with. You know, the Nola no call, the, the, again, the push-off with Randolph, uh, you know, the Minnesota miracle. I mean, uh, those are heartbreaking. You think it was heartbreaking for the, for the, for the fans? I mean, you know, uh, what about him? There's no doubt about that. Uh, push-off with Randolph you, is close. I mean, you, you can find a lot of coaches that are going to bring up this game and, and that game. I, I think also it has to do with he's 58. He just got married over the summer. Yep. You know, I, I think he, he just, and his son used the word burned out, you know, I, I think he, he might just want some time off and then see if he wants to go back into coaching. You know, other coaches have done that, and they've enjoyed the NFL TV career for year after year after year. And he may be like that. And, you know, he, he's not he's not like Saban. I mean, he's got other interests, you know. Right, he, he's, right. He's more of a varied personality. So mm-hmm. I think Sean could do without coaching. He doesn't have to coach. He really, he really likes it. I think he wants. Uh, he's got something to prove, though, uh, Glenn. I, I think that he wants that second Super Bowl. Uh, yeah. I knew he. I think it was going to be an uphill climb here in the short term to get it. Uh, and and I think he's going to look at a franchise that's going to be again maybe a a quick turnaround to get the second Super Bowl, solidify himself as a Hall of Fame coach, and and then walk away. I will also again agree with you because I said this on on Monday. You know, again, even though they were him and Skyline have been together ten years, that um, that again they are newlyweds, and right. she's not really been a football widow, right? Again, you know, when him and Beth got together, he was a football coach, and you know they grew as a couple. But he was all that was what he made. That's how he made his money, football. So maybe there is something to a fact again that maybe he wants to spend more time at home uh, with the wife, etc. That could be part of it as well. So. But it, it, it is, no matter what, it is a shock because I don't think that anybody thought it would be this soon this year. Now, I will ask you this question. I've asked this to a lot of the correspondents that have come on the program. I want to ask you as well. I believe that if he has a franchise quarterback, okay, that he's not going anywhere. I think you take a look at what happened over the weekend with the young guns that are out there, and I think you look at what we have here in New Orleans, and I think there's a, whole, a large gap there. And 
I don't want to make it an indictment on, on, on Jameis Winston, but I'm thinking that if he felt that Jameis Winston was the guy, I don't think he leaves. I, I don't think that he steps away from his job. Your thoughts? Well, that's one more thing that, that keeps Sean Payton up at night in, in addition to the Vikings game and the Rams game. When he sees, when he sees Patrick Mahomes still on the field in 13 seconds, he's thinking, damn, I was one pick away from having that guy. You know, right. and I'd still be coaching. I'd have a couple of Super Bowls probably. Sure. So, uh, yeah, and, you know, maybe maybe he, he knew that the Saints weren't going to be able to get Aaron Rodgers. I, I'd have loved to have seen that, you know, one year with Peyton and Aaron Rodgers, kind of like um, – Brady's one year with the Tampa Bay. I'd have loved to have seen that, but but obviously, you know, maybe he realized he couldn't do that with the same salary cap uh, issue. And you know, getting a rookie quarterback, like I said, you know, that's 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 harder than getting Breeze from San Diego or getting you know an established uh, quarterback. So, but yeah, uh, you know, he's definitely not a Hall of Famer. Yes, right? Would you agree? He's not. He's not a Hall of Famer. Coach. No, not yet. I mean, again, I think he's close. Right, okay, right. Um, he's 22nd overall in terms of wins. He's got the one Super Bowl. I think he needs another one to solidify it, right. okay? Uh, and, and look, I think that he probably saw a longer road here with more losses. And, you know, I think also the void of not having Breeze, uh, you know, in that locker room with him. And a guy that, that again, for, <laughs> what, 15 years, both of those guys were working together. And I think there, that there was also a void there as far as that went. Right, right. And, and, and even if it's not the Hall of Fame, I mean, he got real close in 2011, in my opinion, because they'd hosted the Giants in the NFC title game, and they gotten by San Francisco, and yep. then the Rams, uh, horrible call. So that would have been a second Super Bowl right there. So he's, he's, he's been close enough to a second one where, where he can taste it. So, and, and you know he, he knows he can, he can do it if, if, uh, if everything's right. Uh, so yeah, I think I think that would be great if he takes a year or two off and then and then takes another job, you know, and and get the new job in a new place. Even if it's a, you know, he'd still be a coach, which is the same job, but a new place, you know, it re-energizes. Yes, there's no doubt. You know, especially in coaching. So you know, in a different part of the country, you know, there's no telling where where he may go. Well, I don't that think he's going to go that far. I, I, I honestly, I, and I really believe I believe it'll be Dallas, and it'll be within the next couple seasons. Uh, he's, yeah. I, I think he's yeah. going to move to Dallas, even though he's going to have a place here. Um, and uh, I think Green that, Bay? you know. What about what's if that? Green Bay had something in a, what, if, what if Green Bay had something in a few years? Because, you know, he, almost, he still talks about that. Yep, about he still that. talks about that. Yeah, he does. Yeah. You know, um, you know we'll, we'll, we'll see how it plays out. I'll tell you one thing, because we only got a few minutes left. The one thing that scares the hell out of me, and I'm just going to be honest, and it's no knock against Mickey Loomis. Mickey Atlanta. Loomis has been a cap guy. What's that? What's that? What scares me is Mickey Loomis now really kind of having the last say. Peyton has had the last say his whole time here. I remember pre-Peyton with Haslett and and, and also Loomis. Uh, I really hope that Mickey Loomis defers to Jeff Ireland when it comes to personnel decisions. And, uh, you know, in the past he's done that. He's an incredible cap guy. He's a great leader for the franchise. And I'm sure he's learned a lot of football being involved in it for the last 25 years. But leave the scouting and the cap, leave the cap to the cap guys, leave the scouting to the scouts. And, and I'm, yeah. I'm hoping that he's going to defer here and, and not, again, now that he's out of the out of the shadow of Sean Payton, that he's going to take a more prominent role. Well, yeah, right. That would scare me, too, because that, that's what people need to realize, particularly nationally. He, Sean Payton did more than just coach the team. I mean, he was operating much like a general manager. 
throughout his uh, his career with the Saints. So, so it's almost like they got to replace two people in a way. And right. Maybe Jeff Ireland can can handle it, but you know that's 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 going to be another tough part of it. You know the yeah. uh, the coaching on the field and the off season acquisitions. Yep, no doubt. Uh, quick question before I ask you what you got coming up for us. Is it Dennis Allen? Do you think they elevate from within, or do you think they go outside the organization? Well, um, you know, I, I think it looks like it, it could be Dennis Allen. But, um, you know, and that that's like the the, uh, the easy choice, and it may also be the smart choice and the conservative choice, and it, it definitely seems to be the media choice mm-hmm. right now. But, uh, you know, that, that's not a guarantee that, that that's going to work. I mean, we don't know what type of head coach Dennis Allen would be. I mean, he's been turned down for head coaching jobs. Mm-hmm. He didn't do well in his previous head coaching job. Maybe he'll do better the next time. But, you know, it's it's a risk. And so is bringing yep. somebody like Sean Payton when, when he was never a head coach right. when, when he got the job. So you don't know. Uh, I definitely think, though, this is the first time ever that the Saints – or replacing a coach when they didn't just have a disastrous season before, like Hazlitt and Dick and everybody else. Mm -hmm. So I think they need to keep everything as much as they can in place, Mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily have to hire the head coach from the current staff. That may work, but I think somebody from the outside could work too with the staff they have. I'm going to put you back in your radio days. i got a minute. Tell us all about, again, what's coming up on OutKick and, of course, how folks can follow you on social media. Well, I'm going to have a column on what we've been talking about just now with, with Sean Payton and the Saints uh, in the morning. And then uh, Saturday morning, I'm looking at the uh, Kentucky-Kansas game and the Big 12 FCC Challenge in, in basketball. There's a story up right now on LSU's big win last night. Uh, and, um, you know, more more basketball. And then I'll be at the uh, Senior Bowl all week next week, hopefully get Mickey Loomis. Yeah. Yeah. Do some uh, NFL and college uh, coverage next week. Uh, Saban is speaking Tuesday night in Mobile, so we'll have a lot on that. Well, I tell you what, great, great time to go to the Senior Bowl. I was actually thinking about it because there's a lot of really, the quarterbacks are all going to be there. It's really going to be, uh, it's going to they got a lot of talent that's going to be there this weekend, uh, th- next week. So uh, I'll be definitely, I'll be definitely checking in with you for sure. At LSU okay. Tweet on Twitter, he's Glenn Gilbo. Glenn, thanks for the time. All right, thank you. Glenn Gilbo, again, of uh, OutKick.com. We'll be right back. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels, at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in memory by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouth-watering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish is... It's pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> when you learn a language, you want to actually use it. Babbel is designed with that goal in mind. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿De dónde eres? ¿De dónde eres? No matter your learning style or experience level, Babbel has lessons designed for you that will get you speaking quickly and confidently. I tried learning Spanish before, but I couldn't stick with it until I found Babbel. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. I can't wait to use our new language skills on our upcoming adventures. Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Hey there, it's Jeremy Schreiber, owner of Nola Boils and Catering. Have you booked your on-site crawfish catering event yet? Well, now's the time. Whether you're entertaining a small group of family or friends or hosting a large annual corporate event, Nola Boils is prepared to come straight to you. Need on-site catering, charboiled oysters, beverages, tables, tents, chairs? We handle it all. It's crawfish time, y'all. Call us at 504-782-6070. You book it, we cook it. NolaBowls.com. Folks. That's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. Certainly appreciate it. I want to thank Gary Smith, Alec Cassell, Mike Scarborough, Glenn Gilbo, all joining us on the program today. You can catch them on the podcast. It'll be up about 20 minutes after the program ends. Don't forget also the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Ken Trahan, who's coming up next with the Life Resources Bottom Line Sports Hour with him and Michael Green. Um, he'll be joining me on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports at 6 o'clock on LAE. Uh, tonight, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. And we'll try to have that up on our social media platforms as well. Special thanks to, again, our title sponsor for today's program, the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Remember, if you want to get a Bourbon Street balcony ticket, you better get down and, and get involved. Call my friends at Oceana, Mambo's, or Old New Orleans Cookery because they're running out. And, of course, Bobby Bear's normally sells parking, parking spots for the, for the battery parades as well. 
Thanks to all of our sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for slash to the sponsor, sponsor our program. Please support those sponsors. Thank you, sponsors, for supporting our program. Thank you so much for listening to the program. Certainly appreciate it. And again, thanks to the Oceana family of restaurants for being our title sponsor on a Thursday. Get out there and enjoy a great meal, cocktails, at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. As mentioned, keep it right here on 106.1 FM. Life Resources, bottom line sports writer Michael Green and Kenny Trahan is next, followed by UNO Basketball and the voice of UNO, Jude Young. I'm Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. Thanks to Rudy back in studio. From the dog catch to the governor, they all got to go.